This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, guys, thanks for watching. We had a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see you next time. Ta-ta. All right, we're clear. Good show, everybody. Nice work. Nice work. Oh, hold on one sec. Uh, Let me take this. Yellow. This is Ethan. Yeah, what's going on? Are you serious? So, you're you're saying, okay. What was that? Uh, That was someone from YouTube. Uh-huh. They just said that we are suspended for a week, and if we upload anything, we will be uh, permanently banned. What? What? Yeah. For what? They uh, basically, uh, I, I don't know, uh, Keemstar, Keemstar oh, was snitched on me? Wait, yeah, it says oh. that we have a strike. What the hell? A Keemstar snitched and got us suspended for a week. What? Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. What the hell do we do with our time? Oh, my God, dude. I'm so over it. I think we're going to have to just go outside. Sun's scary. We got to go outside, guys. We have a literally a week. We have to be brave. <laughs> okay, buddy. It, it is kind of sad. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Oh, my God. Is this grass? Is this what they call grass? So grassy. I remember when I was a kid, I used to blow and it makes a sound. <laughs> wow. There's a whole world out here for me to explore. Oh, the bushes. Oh, I haven't touched a bush in ages. And not like female genitalia, but like nature bush. <gasps> Ants. Look how they, how they walk. I've been an ant. I've been an ant all these years, but now I'm a man. I'm a human. I'm free. Oh, this podcast has been nothing but a curse on my life. I'm free. I'm free. I don't have to worry about being demonetized. I don't have to worry about YouTube. I don't have to worry about Zach clogging our toilets. I don't need to worry about Dan yelling at me. I don't need to worry about getting canceled. (laughs) I'm I'm free. been a good run. <sighs> Hello? Ethan. Yeah? How you doing? What's up, baby? Dude, Trisha and Keemstar just recorded a podcast. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm retired now, baby. I, I can't go back to that life. I'm packing up. Ethan, we need you. The show's over, dude. I'm done. I'm out. I, I'm out of the game. and Trisha together on a podcast. Face blanks. I'm going back. I gotta get the crew together. Aren't you Zach the Sound Lab? 
I used to be. Hey, what? Sec. No. Are we back? Oh, we're back, baby! What are you doing? What are you doing? Wait, that's, that's four dollars. What are you doing? I earned that. Zach, we don't have four dollars. What are Come you on. doing? Dan. Dan, we need you. Dan. Dan. Dan the hater. Dan the hater is no longer here. I am Dan the lover. You hear that? Yeah. We got chippies. Salt and vinegar. Mm. No, no. Look, this is Keemstar in the pool with his clothes on. He has a hat and a jersey on in the pool. I mustn't hate. <laughs> oh, yeah. right, We're back, go. baby. Hello, Ian. Thomas, what are you guys doing hey, here? I'm a wood guy now. Beautiful bird in the... Wyoming wilderness. We're getting the crew back together. We're doing a podcast again. We're back. We need you, Ian. A podcast again? Yeah. yeah. We need the salaried employee. Yeah. It's very fun. interesting. We that's need... a that's a really interesting. Why are you Spider-Man? Oh, I've been working on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. It's actually not bad money. Nice. I want my four dollars back. You want to get tape on your mouth like Ian? One week later, the boys are back in town. That was one long week away from the podcast. And I'll be honest, it wasn't an easy week either. Um, Keemstar got us suspended. He narked on us to Mommy Susan. We'll get into all that. I guess what happened was I, uh, we were, I, I think I understand. I, at first I was like, I just don't understand these rules. Like, what did I do? There was a part where we had, um, we had a fake call in, if you guys remember, where Keemstar's 20 year old girlfriend called in and we had a conversation that maybe got a little too explicit about, uh, Keemstar was having performance issues and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, I guess that hit a little too close to home. Because Keemstar reported us to Mommy Susan. You really crossed the line. Which we'll get into. Um, first of all, let me thank our sponsors. We love you. Mwah. Please thank our sp our sponsors are the best. They really were accommodating because we got we got memed on for a week. And they were able to move them around for us. So that, that was really nice. Thank you to Curology, Kraken, Policy Genius, MeUndies, and HelloFresh. Mwah. Mwah. We love you. Also, a brief uh, but important shout-out to Ela Klein, who continues to crush it. We support Ela. We stand Ela. Uh, Jerry Garcia, the legendary guitarist, vocalist from The Grateful Dead. We are collaborating with his estate to bring you a Jerry Garcia, Teddy Fresh collaboration uh, that is beautiful in every way. Anyway, you get the idea. Head on over to teddyfresh.com. Check it out. Thank you. Peace and love. All right. Here's what happened. 
So we got suspended, and then suddenly, Trisha Paytas, my ex-bestie, was collaborating with Keemstar. I'll be honest with you guys. When I saw them, that she followed him on Twitter, and then Keemstar was making a whole big deal, I was like, there's no way... It could be that she's just following him to catch up on stuff. Like, that's that's innocent. I was like, there's no way she's actually going to go on the podcast. Like, that's that's beneath even her. <laughs> yeah, she she followed Keemstar a couple hours after we were banned. So people were raising their eyebrows like, mm, that's strange timing. But I was like, honestly, even with Trisha and how much, like, animosity there's been, there's, I feel like this is beneath even her. And, um... Sure enough, man. Uh, what was it? A few days ago, during our suspension, because of Keemstar, widely known that it was Keemstar that did it. I mean, he took credit for it. It's not even in dispute. <clears throat> Keemstar posted this photo of her at their podcast. And then Keemstar grinning, flipping me off, and Trisha wearing a friend of me's hoodie. What the fuck? And I was like, I was like, dude... This is betrayal on a whole new level. I mean, especially considering just how much smack Trisha had talked about Keemstar, like literally two day, like two days ago. So basically, what this is to me, she is a what was the name of that uh, famous turncoat during the Revolutionary Benedict Benedict Arnold? Yeah, she's she Benedict Arnold me big time. This is an unforgivable, traitorous act. And I'm going to explain in great detail why. And I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Uh, I, uh, a part of me wanted to take the high road on this and just ignore it. Uh, but at the same time, I'm so sick of her disrespecting me and my family and causing shit and just being so toxic, lying. And I'm just so freaking over her um, that I am just, I'm over it. She's not, she, she, <clears throat> look how happy she is to be there. And look how happy Keemstar is to be, to have her there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into all the details, but I, at this point, I'm just like, okay, Trisha, you went all the way low as possible. You collaborated with Keemstar after he suspended me. You literally went out of your way and followed him after he suspended me and took credit for it. And so... All right, if that's how you want to do it, then then that's it. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to say my piece right now. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to lay it all on the table about this shit, and I'm going to move on with my life. I am just, I'm not dealing with Trisha anymore. That's it. <clears throat> I was close to privating every episode of Families over the weekend. I'm not even going to lie. Frenemies, you mean? Oh my God, I keep, yes, yes, yes. What the fuck? I was so close to privating all the frenemies because I was like, I'm still paying her. I just sent her like a huge amount of money. <laughs> huge. <laughs> and, but I, at the ultimately, I was like, you know what? We do have some kind of verbal contract. So I don't, and, and also people are just going to re-upload them anyway. So might as well. And by the way, most of those episodes just show contradict all the lies she says about me. So why should I do her the favor of removing them? But that's how much I actually just don't want to associate with her anymore. 
And I'm just, I'm over it, dude. I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. So I'm gonna, just going to lay it all out there and uh, move on with my life. And literally, by the way, so let me take you guys up from the top. <clears throat> all I said in response to this ultimate betrayal, top anime betrayals of, of the decade, can you think of a more iconic anime betrayal than this? Griffith with guts. I haven't. Mm, I didn't get to that part yet. Oh but, shit! Oh wait, no, I did. I did. Yeah, Griffith and guts. Okay, this is more of a betrayal. All I said was that I'm not even gonna front or try to be funny. This really just makes me sad. That is my simple statement which apparently was too much for even her is just me saying, wow, I'm sad. Okay. That's literally all I did. And so her response, by the way, to my one tweet that's saying I'm sad, she made 27 TikToks about me. She made a 42 minute video about me and 23 tweets about me. Oh my God. <laughs> Saying I'm playing the victim, I'm lying, I'm this and that, I'm, uh, I, I run a cult, and all my fans are harassing her. It's like, girl, all I said was that I was sad. Did you really not expect me to be upset about this? Her total responses tallied to 51 responses to my one tweet. And I'm the one that can't drop it. And come on, let's not ignore the timing of it. I get suspended. Keemstar takes credit for it. Two hours later, she follows him on Twitter. And they're plotting this podcast. <laughs> so let, let's set the stage here. Let's not, let's not, let's not mince words. She's clearly doing this to, to, uh, you know, to hurt me, uh, to hurt me. And it did hurt. And I did, you know. And Keemster's obviously happy enough to be to use her uh, as uh, in his pawn. Here's Keemstar. Keemstar's such a creep. Okay, so it, just to just to illustrate just kind of what's going on here. So as soon as I tweet this, uh, I go, "Oh wow, uh, this makes me sad." Like, wow, this is my family, right? And so just to show how happy Trisha is to be used by Keemstar and his perverted. Uh, his perverted little game of trying to upset me. W's. I go, this makes me sad. And Kimstar goes, W's. And more W's. That's fucked up. Like, dude, how perverted and twisted. Like, is it a W that you're like messing with my family? I guess. If you're really sick in the head. Uh, here's more. My mom left a comment. Of course, my parents had to get into it. We're going to get that. We're posting families this weekend and we talk about it. So I'm just going to wait uh, for that. My mom wanted to uh, respond, of course. <clears throat> so I'm going to give her the opportunity. <sighs> it's, of course, my mom said, can't wait to go to the wedding. Not. I was like, okay. Oh, Jesus, mom. Of course, my mom. Look, she's my mom. She's being protective. I didn't know she was saying this. I was like driving in the car and I saw and I was looking, reading replies, and I saw my mom at the top, and I was like, oh, my God. They'd, look, my mom's been on Twitter for, like, a week. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's not used – her, her tweets usually get zero likes. Also, that seems like a very tame response. 
in terms of a mom. Can't wait to go to her wedding. Not. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate her defending me, but it's just she she got to be careful when making tweets. <laughs> Thank you, Shredder. Ethan's mother now refusing to go to Trisha's wedding because she came on my podcast. The W is too big. So here's Keemstar celebrating an actual riff in my family because of him. Doesn't that seem like a bit much to be celebrating, like calling that a W? Seems right on character for him. I'm busted. It's kind of an expose on how, how much of a creep he is. Deadass, feel bad for Trisha now, but at least she knows that Ethan and his family never cared for her. They just used her for content. Um, okay. Not sure how you're drawing that conclusion. We definitely all cared about her until she made 50, about 200 videos about me calling me a liar and like lying. So, you know, but he's happy enough to use her. Okay. I'm just giving you guys a little environmental of what I was dealing with offline and unable to respond until now. And... Keemstar says, again, why so sad? He's been blocked for like a year, so I, I don't know what, why so sad. Yeah. He thinks he's the Joker. Here's the screenshot of Trisha that she followed him back two hours after I got suspended. Grab your popcorn. We just getting started, Keemstar. And so she knows, by the way. She knows, Right? That Keemstar's just doing this to piss me off. It's obvious based on this tweet that he put out right after she followed him. So she cannot feign ignorance like, oh, I'm just going there to have a conversation. No, you're being there to be a useful idiot to Keemstar to try to cause problems in my family. It's creepy and weird. So, okay. All I said was it made me sad. Now, at this point, people are, you know, finding Trisha's interaction with Keemstar uh, questionable. And uh, let's see, Trisha makes about a billion videos uh, trying to defend herself, talking about how she loves conversation. She, look, she just free speech, dude. Conversation, I, marketplace of ideas. All of a sudden, Trisha's a First Amendment warrior who just wants to enter the marketplace of ideas. Like, what? Where did this come from? I've literally never heard a talk like that. Except the problem with Trisha is that she keep, can't keep track of her own bullshit. Okay. Here she is just like um, not that long ago on Frenemies. Here's what she said about Keemstar. So you've got marketplace of ideas, Trisha. I'm just here for have a conversation. Here's Trisha a few months ago reacting to Keemstar. And quite frankly, I do not believe the alleged flick victim. And I don't want to even be allowed on YouTube. Like I will never say about any channel except for this. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think any other channel should be banned off YouTube except for literally Keemstar. What? She wants to de-platform Keemstar because he said he doesn't believe Jake Paul's accuser. Damn, it's crazy how she just, she completely, uh, just changed completely. <laughs> but here, here she is one week ago saying, one week ago! What? It's like, okay, that was a few months. People could change it. This is one week ago on her show talking about Keemstar. Yeah, I'll always will have like Ethan's back. Like the idea of even going on like drama, where I was just like, yeah, because like, like regardless, like we're gonna have to see each other, right? Like I have a wedding coming up. Like I hope they come. All this stuff like that. Like we have to see each other eventually. So I'm not trying to like. Also, ew. 
drum alert trash. Like, I'm, I'm not that bad. Like, Keemstar are called me irrelevant. Like, I'm not that bottom of the barrel yet. Like, I'm not that irrelevant yet. Like, I guess maybe- she hit the bottom of the barrel. I guess she is that irrelevant. Happened in the course of a week. She's kind of dissing herself in the most severe way possible right now. We get to cut that up, Zach, and have her going, I am irrelevant. I am bottom of the barrel. You got it. Thank you. They come to me when I'm like in a cardboard box. Even then, I probably wouldn't want to go home. I'd rather just be living in a cardboard box, like chill in peace, whatever. Um, okay, time to move into that cardboard box, Trisha. I mean, what a hypocrite. What a, what a, what a immoral. She has no beliefs in anything. You know? When did her opinion change? Somewhere between one week ago and when Keemstar got our channel suspended and she could tap dance on my grave with Keemstar. When did that change? And then the ultimate irony, of course, is that I jokingly predicted this exact thing to happen on episode three of Frenemies. Listen to this. I hated you. Trying to like dry up. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I freaked up. Here, guys. Let's try that one more time. I really hated you, huh? You're such like a Judas, how you flip-flop between camps. I'm sure you'll be friends with Keemstar in a month from now. Absolutely Being not. like, no. yeah, Ethan's fucking, <laughs> I had used to go to his house. And you'll make start making up no, shit like. No. And yep. Judas. There's no such thing as a coincidence. There's really not. <laughs> so anyway, of course, Trisha wants to de-platform Keemstar. She thinks he's the worst. And Keemstar also, at this time, posted this video of them, um, a little backstage clip. Of course, Keemstar's just playing her, like, for, for the, you know, for a fool, just a pawn in his dumb game, his f- weird game. Um, so he posted this clip of them all laughing and having a good time. You look, I guess everyone looks heavier on it. Maybe no, the no, way no, you no. sit. He, he, you lost weight? He's had his little fat boy stages. I yeah. go through them too, but like, he's skinny right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I did? I did keto for a while and lost it gradually, which was good. I'm glad I did that. But like recently, I've just been like raging and just eating like once a day. And yeah. you know. Because you're happier in a new relationship yeah, now. Yeah. Yes. So, he's right there. Look at it. Oh, wait. Really? Yeah. She's not a child. Oh, look. oh my gosh. That's Jossie. How did that get blown? Okay, anyways, first There's of all. No <laughs> Dude, there's so much to unpack in this clip. Okay, why do you think Keemstar posted this clip to tease the podcast? Do you guys want to take any guesses? Is it be is it, could it be because um, he Moses is on the couch and he wanted to rock the boat that way? Is it is it because his 20 year old girlfriend that Trisha just ripped into him a week ago is sitting right there next to Moses and everyone's just happy go lucky? And Trisha literally says. How did this story get blown out of proportion? Girl, what? Huh. What? How did this story get so blown out of proportion? Backtrack one week ago, okay? From her enemies podcast. Whatever the fuck that is. By the way, Trisha, if you're going to complain about my production quality, you better get your ass. You better, like, if you're going to make a podcast called Enemies, you better fucking, like. 
Get the editor, get the producer, get the sound guy that you said that we needed that was so professional. Like, what the fuck? She canceled the show because our production quality wasn't up to her standards. And she's sitting in an empty room, echoey as fuck, totally unedited. It's dog shit. I mean, the quality is dog shit. I'm not, I'm not v making a value judgment on what she's saying. I'm just saying, if you're going to quit the show because the production is not up to your quality, you better fucking step it up. Five percent. Shit, dude. Five percent. Yeah. 100%. Here she is talking about... Okay. Trisha says, how did this get so blown out of proportion? One week ago... Go ahead, playing Trisha, Daniel Keem, then you're an actual creep in real life. Like, you are actually a real-life perv, a real-life... Um, cre just creep, just evil, just nasty, just a nasty old man that's, like, hurting this girl... In ways that she may not know, and and but you know, you know. Guys, what what do I say about this? What do I say? <laughs> Speak for itself. She said, "How did it get blown out of proportion?" You. Well, it wasn't really blown out of proportion. It was a good story, but like, I mean, you know, ironically, I probably wouldn't have even made that video without this because I think that's how we found out about it. The name of the episode that we got banned for was Trisha versus Keemstar. Right. And it was because of the back and forth between them. God, how did it get so blown out of proportion? Who? But what, she's like, there's nothing wrong with that relationship. Now that I see you and I'm too cowardly to call you out for it. I love it. I love it. You coward. Spineless. She is so spineless. Just sit there in front of Keemstar and his girlfriend and act like, how did this get blown up portion? Oh, my God. How are you real? Okay, so let's, let's, let's take a big step back here. So, so Trisha goes, this is the marketplace of ideas, guys. We just sit and we have a podcast. Okay. So, Keem, so you know how, okay, so let me set the stage here. Gabby Hanna defended this guy, Curtis. Uh, I forget his last name. He R-worded this girl, Jesse. I forget the last names. But it was a big story. And Trisha was like, Gabby. Uh, Lepore was the Curtis guy. And the, Jesse what? Smiles. So uh, this is all very recent, by the way. This isn't like years ago. This is from June 8th. Okay. That's like a few months ago. And in what was one of Trisha's most unhinged videos of all time. Look at that shot, bro. That's not, that's laying on a kitchen floor. That's not even sitting. She's straight up. Her whole body's on the floor. The lower she gets to the ground, the more unhinged the video is. Okay, so listen to what she says about Gabby. Who she accuses of being an R-word apologist. And let's just remember the context here. Keemstar said defends Curtis and said way worse things. So she's conveniently forgetting about this, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's watch. Also, this message with Gabby Hanna. Gabby Hanna, you still suck. 
You are a scary ass bitch and you are a rape apologist. Those phone calls prove that you are an actual rape apologist, which you denied, denied, denied. And you are the lowest, most disgusting form of human being ever. And don't think for a second that that last Frenemies episode on views had anything to do with you. In fact, I'd rather them change the title. I'd ask them not to change the title to Storms Out. Please change the title to Storms Out because that's why people are watching that and not you, Gabby. No one gives a fuck. I'm so sick that I even talked about you, that I have allowed you to just absolutely eat away at me but now also Jesse and all these other people that you've been an absolutely disgusting, vile person to. You are disgusting. You are a liar and a psychopath and you need serious, serious help. So don't even think for a second that you're trolling or winning or anyone thinks you're relevant. So she has that much energy for our word apologist, but keep the same energy because um, Keemstar on the same exact situation said way worse things. And if you care about Jesse smiles, she seemed to have been way more offended by what Keemstar said than Gabby. I hate cases of R word says Keemstar. In most cases, only two people in the world actually know what happened. Everyone else has to guess the Jesse smiles and Curtis story is so hard to believe because they were boyfriend and girlfriend. So Keemstar's thesis, which he's, he's hit on many times is that, you cannot R-word your girlfriend. It's impossible. They're your property to do whatever you want with. But the truth is, none of us actually know what happened. So here's Jesse, the girl that, that uh, you know, Trisha's so passionate about uh, pr uh, uh, protecting. You have handled this situation with such poor taste. You're right. You don't know what happened. But you sure felt like you did all these years when you consistently called me a liar, mocked my accusations. Sorry you hate all these R-word cases. By the way, must be hard on you. And she included a screenshot of Keemstar saying, Sorry, Jesse Smiles, tagged her on Twitter, only has 140 uh, characters. Please don't accuse me of R-word. He's making a joke out of it. Basically accusing her of making false, you know, allegations. This is just one specific example of Keemstar's uh, continued uh, history of of um, not believing victims. And actually, well, here, here he is. You know, Jake Paul was accused of of uh, essay. Again, recent. Trisha knows all about this. We talked about it on Frenemies. And uh, here is what he said about that. How does that happen? I'm so, I like... What, wouldn't she have to open her mouth and like participate in some way for that to happen? Like, can't you just turn your head or can't you just get like, is, is there, is there, is there some way to force oral sex on someone? I mean, she's. So once again, Keemstar is saying that you cannot orally R word someone because you can just turn your head. He's, he's, uh, you know, blaming the victim, calling her a liar. And you know all this. So where's your energy for Keemstar, the R-word apologist, that you have for Gabby? It's entirely inconsistent. And you definitely know that Keemstar harassed Ela for a year, calling her a horse, tweeting pictures of horses at me. You definitely know how he harassed AB's wife during the same time, tweeting him pictures of witches, saying his wife looked like a witch. So which is it? Do you care about victims or do you not? Because I honestly can't tell. But maybe we're jumping to conclusions because at this time, all this went down. We hadn't even seen the podcast yet. It just showed, all we saw was that one clip that Keemstar put out. 
Kingstar, shut up. Okay. I said, you know what? And Shirley Jones like, okay, let's wait and see the podcast. Here she says. She says, everybody's jumping to conclusions. You haven't even seen the podcast yet. Here she is. Trisha I'm Paytas. not reading the comments online because like the internet is just literally so stupid on so many levels. Like it is stupid. At the end of the day, it is stupid. But I one, I take pride in not cowering away from people I have disagreements with, people that don't like me. Like I will always talk to, confront respectfully people that I have issues mm-hmm. with and I call it out. I don't know why people haven't even heard the episode and like this is awful. It's like you haven't even heard it. Like I saw the hate comments for everyone on. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of backlash. I'm not afraid. Well, Anyway, she's saying, basically, she's saying, you haven't even heard it. I defend Ethan and I attack Keemstar. So you guys are going to be look like real idiots when this podcast comes out. So we uh, the, the podcast came out. And uh, I watched it all. Okay. It was, by the way, 30 minutes. It was a 30 freaking minute podcast. Like, Trisha was so happy to be used by them for 30 minutes. Like, they couldn't even... They go, sorry, Trisha, 30 minutes is up. Our producer has to go. How do you... Your producer has to go after 30 minutes? Did you guys not plan this at all? Pretty amazing. Anyway, so I watched the, I watched the podcast. Let me, let me give you a synopsis. You can watch plenty of cuts of it online. Um... It was basically 30 minutes of, of uh, them both shitting on me nonstop. And did Trisha challenge Keemstar on... Or it was 38 minutes. Thank you, AB. Did Trisha challenge Keemstar on dating the 20-year-old girlfriend? No. Did she challenge him on being an R-word apologist? No. Did she challenge him on saying mental health, health illnesses don't exist and people just do it for attention? No, she did not. Did she challenge Keemstar on bullying people and using them for entertainment up until the point that they break or even unalive themselves? She did not even mention any of those points. Did she challenge him on getting my channel suspended? No. Did she challenge him on falsely accusing people of being a P-word and ruining people's lives? She did not. What you'll find in the podcast is them circle jerking about what a piece of shit I am for 30 minutes. Just take it from Keemstar himself, who did the No Jumper podcast like the next day, and he listened to how Keemstar described it. Did, so when you, the episode isn't out yet, do we know when it's coming out? It's coming out tonight at midnight oh, Eastern. I asked for the advanced copy, said Spotify would never let it happen. Ooh. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They won't. Give me an idea. Of what are you talking about, dipshit? Just send them an audio file. What the fuck are you talking about? Spotify. They probably pay them like $10 a month for that dog shit podcast. 30 minutes. Their episodes are so short. Like, dude, oh my God, bro. <laughs> so the fact that Spotify pays these goons to make a podcast will endlessly blow my mind. The episode will already be out by the time this episode's out, even though we're going to rush it. But we, what, what was discussed? We talked about so many topics and like, which is bang, bang all over the place. Da, 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 da. And we ended up bashing Ethan a lot. You know, uh-huh. Ethan well has said. some flaws. That's how I and, felt you know, we've it. all experienced them firsthand. Ethan and Banks have had beef. Trisha and Ethan have had beef. Obviously, me and Ethan had beef. And so that was the one comp. Bro, can I like what are you doing with your life, Kimstar? Look at those glasses. That he wears a he wears a Kimstar necklace, a phase hat, 
and ski glasses. In summer in LA, he's walking around in ski glasses. Can you be more of a tool? Not to mention the full uh, jersey and hat in the pool. We'll get but, to that. Uh, okay, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll trust that. me. We're That's my favorite thing that. I've ever seen. Yeah, we're getting to all that. I have been caught in 4K. <sighs> common thing that kind of connected all of us is, you know, us criticizing Ethan. So there you go. You know, we, we have a lot in common. We all hate Ethan. So what exactly was I waiting for, Trisha? I watched the whole thing. What was I waiting for to see? I have like a mega cut here of them talking shit about me, but I don't even know if it's worth, if it's, If it's if I do I should I show this? Do it. It the thing is the mega cut doesn't do justice to how much they were just nonstop talking shit about me. But this is three minutes. Hey, he would never money. do that. Wait, why? He would never in a million years. Why? Because Ethan's a pussy. He really is. He, <laughs> he really is. Trisha. Trisha, yeah. Ethan will not put himself in a situation where he knows he's going to lose. All right. This is why the last podcast of Frenemies like never aired, right? Yeah. That's the thing. So in that way, I think she has the Ethan syndrome a little where it's like, if you can't admit to Ethan. one fault that you That's did. So she says, Gab now it's the Ethan syndrome. Gabby has the Ethan syndrome, bro. Let's fucking go. That's a terrible syndrome. You don't want to get diagnosed with that. But now I'm the original. It's Gabby has the Ethan syndrome. Right. Yeah. Not Ethan has the Gabby syndrome. <laughs> Like I've ever seen her one time be like, you know what? I'm I was sorry. wrong. Never. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with Ethan right now. The fact that he can't admit that he did something wrong like publicly and I'm still getting all this hate about it. It's like annoying. Yeah, I'm sure nobody's hating on you for Ethan's going on Team like, Star's podcast. Being a total tool hypocrite. You've basically spent like the better part of the last two years talking about how what a piece of shit Keemstar is and how he should be deplatformed. And now all of a sudden when you have an opportunity to sh dan tap dance on my grave with him, you take it with and within two hours of being suspended, you... It's like, bruh, you're such a traitor. Didn't come back and like it sucks because I really did like front of me. He's like, I was down to go the next day to film. He's like, Will you film no tomorrow after a big fight? I was like, Yeah. And then that's when he told me like the crew wasn't comfortable. And then that's when I lost my shit because I was like, he screenshot my shit. I mentioned it to my YouTube rep. I'm like, can you do this stuff on on YouTube? And he's like, no, I don't think here, so. Here he is so then it got age restricted. And I was like, here he is admitting to getting our Keemstar puppet sketch. Age restricted, by the way. Okay, well, something for that. So that's right? too. I mean, I technically did flag because I made a Twitter video tagging CEO. You didn't report it though. I didn't do it through YouTube. No. Weird. That's yeah. so. Well, that's also why I was like, let me just talk to Kim so you don't flag me because I, I would never. never. I want to bully. I want to harass. Oh I want to fucking God. talk shit. I do. Toxic man. I want to roast toxic. this guy, but I can't because YouTube won't let me. But he can say I got a little dick. Fuck puppets. Like what is this? <laughs> by the way, Kimstar's lying. He can say whatever he wants about me. He just can't stand the fucking heat he tried to ruin my life as many times as possible it didn't work and now he's got nothing to say about me so we shit on him all we want he can't say anything so now he's crying oh youtube doesn't let me talk about him you're a fucking liar because guess what i'm still sit sitting here calling you a piece of shit that you are a horrible person and i'm never going to stop calling you out because youtube didn't is never told me don't talk about keemstar i mean you're lying you just can't stand the heat bro you can't stand that I have a little puppet about you. Where's the puppet? Grab the puppet. 
Right. And I think that is like the hypocrisy of Ethan. Um, I can't, I'm not going to fuck the puppet. I would never, I'm not doing that. I've changed. I've reformed. Good. Bob, well, that was wrong. Bitch. It's big of you to admit that you were that wrong. Was wrong. That was wrong. I shouldn't have fucked the puppet. That clearly upset Keemstar. Yep. It was too far. Enough to complain to YouTube about it. Yep. It was too far. I shouldn't have fucked the puppet. Yeah. That said, we believe. Thank you, AB. That everybody deserves right. a platform and free speech here at the H3 Podcast, unlike well, some people on the even internet. Though it's my, even though it's my constitutional right to be able to fuck this puppet, <laughs> YouTube doesn't like it. So this is a puppet of Keemstar. He goes, Ethan, you are a fucking hypocrite, which is all he basically says. And Keemstar, did you get my, um, it's interesting, you just admit to getting my my sketch with the puppet age-restricted. Was that you? Yes, it was me. But I didn't click the, re I didn't click the uh, report a flag. So, you know, it, it, re it wasn't me. But yes, I did write them and complain about them several times. Okay, so it does sound like it was you. Yes, yes, it was me. Okay. And Keemstar, were you responsible for me getting suspended for a week? I didn't click the flag button, but yes, I did tag Team YouTube and Susan Wojcinski, the CEO of YouTube, and I also admitted on video that I've been writing YouTube uh, every time you mention me and crying behind the scenes. Okay, so it was you. Yes. Okay. All right. Was, what's in, what? Okay. What's interesting about the Kim? Maybe take. What's interesting about take the, the puppet, puppet away. is that take he's the puppet also away. got a, quite a dome. No, no, Look no. At that. Take the puppet. All right, take it. All right. Kim starts crying to YouTube as we speak. We got to go to break. All right, let's go to break. We'll be right back. We got plenty more to talk about. Thank you to Curology. I used to think my skin goals were unattainable, and since I started Curology, I honestly feel like my skin is glowing. Whether you're trying to take control of your acne or if acne is no longer your top skin concern, but fine lines, dark spots, occasional breakouts, or clogged pores, Curology customizes a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to tackle your skincare needs. How it works is you answer questions, you take pictures of your skin, and you send in the selfies and the report to Curology. And next, Curology matches you with a licensed dermatologist provider who gets to know your skin. And if it's a good fit, they're gonna customize a prescription cream to address your acne, your fine lines, your dark spots, whatever you need. They're gonna be able to tell based on the questionnaire and the photos, and they're gonna get that perfect formula. Basically how mine has been going is they sent me three products. They sent me the cleanser, the formula by the dermatology provider, and the uh, moisturizer. And the cleanser is super soft. It, it, it takes all the oil off my face without making it feel dry. I put on the cream from the uh, dermatology provider, and then I moisturize, and it, I feel great. I really do feel like my skin is glowing more than ever. Curology sets you up with a personalized treatment plan and ships the custom formula right to your door. I really recommend it. I've been enjoying it a lot. It's time to take control of your acne, dark spots, breakouts, or whatever your unique concerns may be with a powerful skincare treatment made for you today. Go to Curology.com slash H3 for a free 30-day trial. Just pay for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash H3 to unlock your free 30-day trial. See Curology.com for all the details. Thank you to Kraken uh, Crypto Exchange for sponsoring us today. Uh, owned, of course, a friend of the show, Jesse Powell. 
uh, love this man. He's a good man. He's supporting the show. And uh, Kraken is a great exchange. I can't recommend it enough. For the last 10 years, Kraken has been one of the best platforms for trading crypto online. Now with the new crypt, uh, Kraken app, it's easier than ever to buy and sell over 60 of the most popular cryptocurrencies on the go. Simply download the Kraken app, connect your bank account, and start investing for as little as $10. Just takes one minute to get started. And with the new app, the new Kraken app, you'll have your portfolio in your pocket wherever you go. You can monitor your investments, track your winners and losers, keep tabs on your favorite projects, or view the most traded cryptocurrencies of the day. It's got all the features you need with none of the complexity. It's a simpler way to invest. And you get to support our show. If you're interested in crypto or exchanges or whatever, please use Kraken. Kraken.com slash H3. Visit Kraken.com slash H3 to learn more or search Kraken in the App Store. Thank you, Kraken. Things you want to do. Evening swimming, popsicles on a hot day, rub a dog's belly. Things you don't want to do, overpay for home and auto insurance. Policy Genius can help look for similar coverage to what you have now, but at a lower price. Why use uh, Policy Genius? Well, I'll tell you right now. It makes it easy to compare home and auto insurance in one place. They can also help you find home and auto coverage similar to what you have now, but at a lower price. They've saved customers on average $1,250 per year over what they were paying for home and auto insurance before the switch. They save new customers on average $435 per year on auto insurance. They save new customers on average $350 per year on home insurance. Their team handles all the paperwork. They set you up with a new policy and they switch you over from your current one. They handle everything. They find you a better price. And guess what? It's all for free, too. They don't charge you a freaking penny. Getting started is easy. Head on over to policygenius.com slash after dark and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from top insurers from Progressive to Allstate to find the lowest quotes possible. Um, the Policy Genius team can look for ways to save you more, including bundling your home and auto policies. If you find a better rate than what you're paying now, they'll switch you over for free. Their top-notch service has earned Policy Genius thousands of five-star reviews across Trustpilot and Google. So, guys, head on over to policygenius.com slash afterdark to get started right now. That's Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Look, on this show, we're all about self-love. And that's why you need to get yourself some MeUndies. I know you got that tattered old underwear that's all like, uh, it's all like peeling and there's tears in it. I mean, how much underwear are you carrying around from like the sixth grade? It's time to grow up and treat yourself. Damn it. MeUndies. It's soft. It's breathable. It's unlike any underwear you've ever worn. And trust me, once you go MeUndies, you're never going back. The comfort does not start with imagining, but with feeling. So once you get your jewels in there, boy, let me tell you, mm, mm, mm. you're going to be comfort, comforted to your core. MeUndies are designed to be the softest thing on the freaking planet. Um, you know, MeUndies got the signature micromodal fabric that is literally growing from trees, making their MeUndies not only super soft, but also sustainable. They offer different cuts because they get it. We've all got different butts. I got a fat one. Check out their undies, socks, bralettes, loungewear, and more. And they're ranging from sizes X, uh, extra small to 4XL. We love that. 
MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchase, you get 15% off and free shipping. Damn. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they will refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Uh, it's a it's a it's a no lose here, guys. Get fifteen percent off on your first order, free shipping, and one hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. Go to meundies.com slash h three. That's meundies.com slash h three. Ooh, with HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip the trips to the grocery. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one kit meal. Let's be honest. I mean, I think most people love to cook, but there's so much hassle surrounding you. You got to go to the grocery store. And then it's like you got to buy the right portion. You know, you ever buy celery? I mean, that's just one thing. You got to buy like 10 celeries. Who uses that much celery? And that's kind of what's nice about HelloFresh is they send you the portions so you don't have to buy these ungodly amounts just to make one meal. Fall is busy, but HelloFresh recipes are going to save you time when you'd otherwise be spent meal planning, shopping, chopping. So you get back what matters, time. And HelloFresh's family-friendly menu is a big one for back-to-school season with easy, delicious recipes for drama-free dinners here's one example that we cooked up recently the pizza ian you made this one right uh yeah we put it together uh it was great it was uh super simple and uh we had all the ingredients there didn't have to worry about anything it, it was uh it was delicious what is this a vegetable pizza or what do you call this it's a pineapple barbecue flatbread wow that sounds bomb yeah it was great is that asparagus on it uh, I think it's uh, green peppers. Green, green peppers, mm. yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Daddy likes. Guys, if you want to get in on the action of the thrill of having beautiful home-cooked meals sent right to your door, then go to HelloFresh.com slash H314 and use the code H314 for up to 14 meals, including free shipping. Come on. It's America's number one meal kit for a reason, guys. So one more time, go to HelloFresh.com slash H314 and use code H314 for 14 free meals with free shipping. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We are back. Um, so I was watching uh, the supercut here of uh, all the lovely things she said. I think it's like gross when people do make fun of people's like looks or small penises or whatever. I don't <laughs> like when people make fun of people's like aesthetic. I okay, did, fine. I didn't say he had a small penis. I said he had performance issues. I wasn't that specific about it. But I, oh, did I say he had a little one? Maybe I did. Well, I who cares? I, I think he did. But like, who cares? Came was it really hitting that close to home that you had to cry to YouTube about it? And this snake motherfucker started getting hate because I'm on there and, you know, I'm a controversial figure. Mm. So he leaves a comment. He goes, listen, I know some of you guys hate Keemstar. Don't worry. We hate him, too. Uh. We just thought this would be entertaining. And I that that was a knife uh. in my back. That's uh. the biggest thing that I dislike about Ethan and just don't appreciate about him is he's constantly pandering to the audience. Yeah. He's constant. And now it's all tell about that like, to our audience. You know what I mean? Shit. Yeah, I know. I was like, bro, have That's you ever read the comments? <laughs> Who am I pandering to exactly? It's blanks. My biggest criticism of Faze Blanks is that he's friends with Keemstar, if I'm being honest. And that is a huge criticism. Like somebody that could actually sit across from Keemstar and validate him as a human being is that's just that's like in th I mean, bro. 
You could be you could be Mother Teresa, apparently Mother Teresa. You could be who who's an undisputed great person? I feel like we're losing him day by day. Yeah, not Mother Teresa. People yeah, she was actually do not like, like her. <laughs> yeah, she actually was one of the worst. <laughs> MLK. You could be MLK, but if you're if you're friends with Keem, then you're ML uh ML L for the L. ML Hell. The L. <laughs> MLK. <laughs> M taking the LK. Yeah, pretty much. More responsible with what you fucking say and SJW and all this shit. And he's done a full 180. Yeah. And it's because that's the audience. That's like the mainstream, what mainstream people, people want to watch. I, tr- I mean, it's like people change. I try my hardest not to change, right? I try to. That's be- so admirable, bro. That's what life is all about. Wow, wow. Keemstar says, I try my hardest not to change. And interestingly, um, well, yeah, about since the age of 15, he's been true to uh, that mantra. But uh, unfortunately, you know, me being an evolving human being, educating and bettering myself over the years is uh, something that, of course, uh, Keemstar looks down on. Keemstar, right? Uh, But even me, like I have to. I have to calm down and tame things down because we get in trouble now. We can't do what we used to do back in the day. But Ethan's change has been so drastic. Like yeah. you haven't changed. Ethan's you know I mean? change right. is plastic. That's it really feels no, it and seems plastic. He definitely goes with what the audience says, which is like so. That's the worst part. I think that's what the end of Frenemies was because he got so much hate from that last episode. Because if- so, it's so on. Un- I I didn't get hate for the last episode. By the way, what is that statement? I I always pushed through through the controversy with you i mean i don't know what you're talking about about i mean i do think trisha is i do think trisha is uh confessing and uh projecting a little bit here because first of all i don't read that i've kind of disengaged from the comments from a moment mental health like years ago and it's one of the best things that, that i've ever done to have a sustainable career on youtube and um trisha reads everything i know that so I think this is just projection and confession here. First, he's like, yeah, let's film tomorrow. Let's do it. And then all the comments were like, Trish was like spoiled and tied all this stuff like that. And then he like changed. I just think the amount of effort, I'll just use Ethan as the example, the amount of effort he'll put in and the the length he's willing to go to like make an accusation or highlight a bad part of somebody. If he gets it wrong, he doesn't put an equal amount of effort in redeeming it or correcting it at all. Not out of your mouth. I still get so much hate from his audience. Like literally even not, it's not even that. So my audience is your audience too. Trisha's got this weird thing where she thinks that all the hate she's getting is just H3 fans. It's like, I think I hate to break it to you, Trisha, but I think they're mostly your fans that are become disillusioned with you. I mean, we would get like four or five million views per podcast of Frenemies, and we get like, you know, two million on a really great episode here. So there's like three million extra people there that don't care about me. Um, yeah, I think most H3 fans just want this to be over. I think they're exhausted from the drama, and so am I. Okay? Peace and love. And by the way, we've said so many times, and Hila, who's the only time she's ever commented on her, bless her beautiful, gentle soul, said, do not harass Moses, do not harass Trisha, their people, you know, I'm, I'm, so, like, come on. 
air that obviously those things but like the stuff that he said saying i wanted to have the whole crew fired i hang on to that so much because i would never say that's something i do and i'm just like oh the fact that you don't correct this i've uh, reached out to ethan twice on twitter to make peace because our our beef is so fucking deep right that it's exhausting right and i wanted to just stop it so many different fucking times he's not interested like he wants me deplatformed. yeah well it's like we don't i don't negotiate with terrorists you know there's a reason for that you know what i mean it's like why would i sit across from you and validate you as a human being you are irredeemable scum you are the worst person on this platform by far. And yes, you've been, he's had like four channels that have all been banned. He should not have a platform on YouTube. He's dangerous. He's uh, harmful. He's just, he's just, yeah, dude, go, you know, yes. Big but apparently Keemstar thinks I shouldn't have a platform because as far as I'm aware, he's got one video age restricted, one, he got me a, th a one week suspension and I've done nothing to him. <laughs> As far as crying to YouTube goes, fucking baby. The difference being action, where, you know, you're saying you don't think he deserves it, but it, there's no public. He deserves yeah, it, he, but what is that? I go, yeah, he deserves yeah. it, but, like, what? what is me saying he deserves it? Do I don't control policy. Where he's publicly putting out videos, tagging the CEO of YouTube. And he goes, mommy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could predict that he would likely say that the whole saga where he lost a bunch of sponsors because of the videos that you made would be his retort. But that really is different because that you just criticized him and then people yeah. reacted versus exactly. and I, crying that, that to YouTube. That whole thing, by the way, which Keemstar has done his whole career going after people's sponsors. Sure. So like, okay, dude, whatever the fuck. But that whole thing, I was like, how is G Fuel sponsoring this guy? He's got a can of G Fuel while he's like slandering, uh, falsely accusing people of being P-Wars. I just found it pretty ironic. I wasn't like, go email G Fuel. If G Fuel wants to pull their sponsor from Keemstar uh, because he's a piece of shit, you know, that's probably a good idea on their part. His argument and that whole situation boiled down to two things was that you are for deplatforming and that you want people to uh, lose sponsors, which both have been shown on his end. Proven. Proven. Shout out to Comment Cop. And on my, <laughs> on, on my uh, part, not proven. I mean, you could say that me bringing a notice to what? Who, nobody cares. I don't give a fuck. Keep saying you're so irrelevant to me. He thinks that we have this beef. It's like, I just don't like you, bro. And I shit on you every chance because everyone else is like afraid of you for good reasons because you're such a psychopath. And listen, I've gone through the pain of uh, you trying to dig out every uh, skeleton in my closet and doing the best you can. And now I have like this beautiful uh, freedom to make to just shit on you endlessly, which I take full advantage of. <laughs> I mean, I don't think about you more than that, bro. This is Kimstar timestamping it right now. Mommy, Susan, Ethan said it was mean to me. I'm, I, I don't believe in deplatforming, and I believe in the first uh, constitutional right of free speech. But Ethan said a mean thing about me. Somebody please strike his channel. You know, my favorite thing about this was Kimstar went on this No Jumper podcast. And boy, the comments were gold. I know Keemstar's feet are swinging off that chair. He was up very... Look how high he cranked <laughs> that. Because I'm pretty sure Adam is a tall guy. Like, how tall is Adam? He's got to be like six foot plus. Yeah, sure. he's over six foot. He's really tall. And so Keem is like 5'3", I think. I, I pointed that to AB yesterday. I'm like, he's got to be on a booster or something, man. I want a drawing where it shows his feet like ending like up here. I, that's the comment said. Someone said, Keemstar's really acting like he didn't meet his girl at a fan meetup. Yeah, he's he's revising history. He met his 20-year-old girlfriend at a fan meetup. 
Uh, Keem really acting like he isn't dating his daughter's babysitter. Keem couldn't handle being the short guy with that seat all the way up. I was really loving these comments. Way to go, Adam. You sunk even lower. Also, it's funny how Keemstar makes fun of anyone's appearance when he refuses to take his hat off because he's bald. The definition of peak in high school. Keem got that chair higher up than his own height. <laughs> All I can say is from a 47-year-old woman, he's absolutely right. His brain hasn't aged past 20. And, and, and he admits that. He says, I try my best not to change. Keemstar and Trisha judging anyone is literally a joke. Trisha is a clown. She played into his game. She didn't even go after him for what she yelled about last week. Just shows she doesn't care about young girls and older men. It's just so she can, she, it's just does, she just does it so she can bring up Jason. Yep. She doesn't care at all. It's totally performative. She, she literally doesn't care. If she did, she wouldn't go sit with Keemstar. And at the very least, she would actually bring it up instead of saying, how did it get blown out of proportion? Like what? Did anyone notice how Keemstar changed his story on how he met his girl? I haven't seen any of the videos yet, but I'm guessing this is going to be exactly like the Cold Ones episode where Keemstar whines and cries and won't STFU, and I can't get past the 10-minute mark. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the comments are amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. He said he can't discredit Trisha because he's tell she's telling her own story. What about Jesse Smiles? Good question. Keemstar was quick to discredit her. Yeah. Wait, so his new story is that she was at a party at his house. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's. It's like, bro. If you're, how do we know that those aren't? How do we know that those are uh, fan meetup at a party at his house? Oh, brother, please. I I seen the picture of the meet and greet. It looks like a public venue, but mm, okay. This is a great comment. The key, the way Keem snitched on H three was way more effective than clicking report. Yeah, of course. He's like, oh, you click the report button. It's like, no, you wrote YouTube and tag team YouTube and uh, and Susan Wojcinski. It's like, okay, yeah, you didn't click the report button. Like, okay, dude. And hugely hypocritical, considering he had been conspiring about H three snitching with on him to YouTube, which I didn't do. There's no evidence. It's just Keemstar spinning shit. And then Keem goes on record. To record a video doing exactly what he claimed H3 did. I was always on Kim's side during this feud, but I don't support anyone who is down with deplatforming. Douche. Kim is literally obsessed with Ethan. He brings him up everywhere he goes. Yeah. Well, does he have a puppet of me? Checkmate. If he does, he does <laughs> not. He probably, you know, does naughty things that YouTube would suspend him for a week for if you catch my drift. Kim star cock. Anyway, enough of that. So, where was I? Yeah, you thought I was playing around. I got, like, a whole dossier on this <laughs> shit. I'm not even... I'm, like, halfway through. I was like, you know what? I'm going... If I'm going in, I'm going all the way in. So, uh, let's see. So, this... So, going back to the interview... Um, when Trisha said, just wait and watch the interview before you judge me. Well... Obviously, here she is now simping for Keemstar. Simping for Keemstar, who just a few months ago said she'd be deplatformed for being an R-word apologist. She doesn't care about, uh, she doesn't care about anything. He did the title and thumbnail about me. It got taken down. 
which by the way I asked him so I was like oh my god did you get that taken down he's like no I didn't I didn't hit the report like he did a brand video about it and stuff like that because to me that's scary no that it wasn't Keemstar he said he didn't hit the report button oh well I guess that's settled due diligence she had no problem taking Keemstar's side we love Keemstar that's when it's like crossing this line right now you're trying to deplatform people and not give people voices both of which things that even thinks he believes in that people should be I don't believe in that no matter what it seemed it was Bro, you literally said I want to deplatform Keemstar. You have said so many times you want to deplatform Keemstar, you want to deplatform Jane, you want to deplatform David. You're such a liar. You literally just changed your mind on that just to make an excuse to go talk to Keemstar. Such a liar. So inconsistent. Holy shit. Why that Keem striked Ethan's video? I lied about Keem. You swear, like, he told me what happened. Bottom line, Ethan's video got flagged. It was all implied that it was Keem. And I was, I was a little scared. I was a little scared. And then, then that's when I'm like, you know, when things go too far. When people lose sponsors, when people start, you know, threatening people's channels, taking them down, you know, like, it's super scary. And some people like the bees back and forth. And if I'm being completely honest, I know Keem loves it. He's texting me, right? Like, this is great. I'm texting him like, oh, this gives me anxiety. That was my favorite part where she goes, oh, yeah, I'm texting with Keem now, by the way. He loves it. That, Judas. That's. Judas. That's. This man who one week ago was the worst. Now we're texting. He loves it. He goes, did you see what Ethan's mom said? She's so upset. I love it. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you for gifting me this. You're welcome, Kim Star. I forgive you for everything. I love it. Wow, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, if Trisha cared at all, Kim Star, it's obvious, and he's admitted to uh, getting our getting us suspended. Here, Def Noodles has got the receipts. Shout out to Def Noodles. Here. I had my own issue with Keemstar. I made the first video towards Keemstar. Ethan inserted himself in it, and his channel got banned. Keem did not do the strike on his channel. That's bullshit. There's plenty of evidence that Keemstar messaged YouTube about the video, not only on Twitter, but he literally said in a video that he sent numerous emails to YouTube throughout the years tattling on Ethan. Susan, uh, Team YouTube, everybody Wait, on hold YouTube, on, Zach. Play the baby music. Mm, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, mommy. Keemstar versus H3H3 mommy. and YouTube staff. Explain that to me. Why is there mommy. blatant favoritism? I have the emails. I have all the proof to back it up. I have sent emails when he broke mommy. TOS saying, hey, look, he's doing the same thing that you threatened to kick me out of the partnership program. Mom. The guy fucking confessed in video. He tagged the YouTube CEO. He said it in the video that he's been sending yeah. emails for who knows Thank you, how Beth. long, tattling by the way, speaking of, since we're on the topic of Def Noodles, he put out a video today showing some DMs Keemstar sent him, and they were so mind-blowingly insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got messages from him like this my whole life, um, but it's interesting uh, to see other people sharing. L let me find this DM. Hang on here. I'm just. Keem Guess what, folks? Dump. He's terrified of Def. Why is he so scared of Def Noodles? He wanted Def to be his replacement at one point. He reached out to him and Def turned him down. And now I think he's just worried that Def is on the come up and he actually... Well, actually, I'll, Def Noodles is really good. Like, honestly, he's he's got... He's super organized. Like, he he gets... I don't know, man. He's I really actually like his videos. And he, he like, dropped the shtick recently. Yeah. And uh, Shout actually, out to Def dropping the shtick.
Good choice, Shout my dude. To his family. Actually, really enjoying his videos for drama. Not really apologizing. Bro, this shit is gonna blow your mind. Just watch. This is a bit of a side, but it's it's worth it. There are some insecure forty-year-old man having a midlife crisis. Let me go back. Literally months over DMs. He doesn't want anybody to have a piece of the pie. In fact, Keemstar is so out of his fucking mind when it comes to competition, folks, that even though we had spoken for literally months over DMs, we have each other's phone numbers. We texted. We even talked on the phone several times, one time for almost an hour. Even though we had somewhat of an acquaintance with each other, the minute that Ethan Klein and Trisha Paytas started retweeting me, he absolutely lost his shit. Even even though I had nowhere near the same relationship that I had with Keemstar. Like, I actually kind of knew Keemstar. I had never even spoken to Ethan or Trisha. And he fucking lost his shit to the point where he DM'd me this. You have lost your motherfucking way and you have lost your motherfucking mind. The day has come, Dennis, and when it comes, I want you to know it was me. What? No comment? Why are you working for Ethan and Trisha? I totally ignore those DMs, folks. Can you believe... <laughs> That this guy is real. I mean, what? I want you to know it was me. <laughs> dude. I, I just want to know how many times he rolled his eyes while typing this. He, he's oh he's so sassy, dude. God. He has so much sass. <laughs> he's such a creep. I mean, he is such a creep. And, you know, he's not kidding because he said, well, you'll see. He goes, I'm sorry, I got heated. Like, and the day is coming and I want you to know it was me. You will rue the day that you crossed me, boy. Okay, dude. I try my best not to change. It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Reassure some insecure 40-year-old man having a midlife crisis in his home office trembling because one guy is making videos in the same segment as him? Oh, man. was so fucking pathetic. <laughs> anyway, the next day, he did DM me again and not really apologizing, but just kind of acknowledging that he had a mental breakdown and that it's not normal you to do what he did. And from that day on, folks, this motherfucker started attacking me constantly. Yeah, so... um. He's so paranoid. He thinks, he goes, why are you working for Trisha and Ethan? Like, literally, don't, no association. We just, we're, we found him on Twitter, and he's on top of all the gossip and stuff, so it was really useful. And we re we're like, oh, we like his Twitter account. And then Keemstar loses his mind. He gets all paranoid that we're working together. And so, basically, if you guys will all go subscribe to Deaf Noodles to make him the premier drama channel, that'd be great. Deaf, please stand up. Uh, apparently, that's Keemstar's biggest fear in life, is uh, this... Man, Deaf Noodles. I gotta say, Deaf's really become a household name. In like the... Uh, in your household? No, no, no. Yeah, just like, family watches Deaf? No, I'm just saying, he, he's his relevance is really skyrocketing. Yeah, he's good. I mean, yeah. he's great. Well, King shit talks him every chance he can. He was shit talking about No Jumper. Oh, like, and guess who, guess who got Deaf Noodles suspended on Twitter? Right. I was about to bring that up. That that was the implication in that DM, right? Oh, yeah. When it happens, know that it was me. Like, I, I, it's, it's got to be the Twitter he, suspension. Yeah. Well, he definitely celebrated either way. Even if he tries to deny it, he was celebrating it. Uh, the man who's against deplatforming. Yeah. Can we just dismiss that myth at this point? But, you know, at the, po the point I'm kind of driving at is that Keemstar and Trisha really deserve themselves. They have no um, consistency. They believe in nothing but themselves. They'll say and do anything to get the upper hand. Uh, they're total hypocrites. I think, you know what? I think they deserve each other. I think they're great for each other. I think they have a lot in common. And I think they should make a show together called um, <sighs> Hypocrites. Maybe uh, POSs. Maybe any other title for 
Psycho- like a Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> You know, and so Keemstar obviously has these these actually absolutely nuclear takes about mental health that I can't even show without getting yellowed because they're so inflammatory and insane. But the gist of his takes on mental health is like people are faking mental health just to get attention and sympathy. That's his take. And Trisha goes, uh, and Trisha knows all this. So she goes on the podcast, right? She doesn't, she goes, oh, Keemstar's changed. We had a great conversation. This is his tweet from August 7th. Okay, this month, a few weeks ago, this is a man who's now enlightened about mental health. He says, and this is about me, okay? I'm loving this W streak. While my enemies are on antidepressants, going to therapy, and gaining so much weight, they're about to lose their left foot to diabetes. Stay mad and fat. What's wrong with being on antidepressants and going to therapy and being fat? I mean, is that really a... uh, is that really a uh, critique of someone's character? I mean, I mean, I'm on antidepressants. I, uh, it's like, is that really a valid attack? I mean, Ethan, were you aware that instead of antidepressants, you could just take a couple <laughs> sips of beer? Yeah, Keemstar it famously said it only takes three sips. Keemstar famously said nobody should be taking antidepressants. Whenever he's sad, he takes three sips of beer and he cheers right up. So. I have, I have, I have tried that. It didn't work for me. Oh, shit! You're just a sad boy. And also, by the way, going to therapy is um, huge L. So anyone who's going to therapy to better themselves, huge L. Keemstar believes that you should never change, though. So I guess that works for him. But yeah, this is the guy who's now enlightened about mental health issues. Tweeting this out literally like one week ago. Text him. How is he? Uh, I know you're texting with him tonight, Trisha. Ask him how is he doing. Trisha went even as far to defend Ryan fucking Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, this guy here. Hold up. Trisha defended Ryan Kavanaugh. This guy here, who, according to a judge, faked a a sexual harassment memo to fire his his ex-co-president to get out of paying him. And so many other things. He's the guy who's suing us for copyright infringement. He owns Triller. Uh, here's Trisha on Ryan Kavanaugh, of all things. Like, wow, girl. This person suing Ethan right now. And I get it. I, I get it. And I'm not... I get it. I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation, right? But like sending hate towards someone or something when there's like a bad, like it, it doesn't feel like the right answer. I've never sent hate that way. I'm like, I've had to defend myself on that video. I- what do you call making a hundred videos about me calling a liar the most vile person? You, all you do is send hate. That's your total existence. And by the way, how dare you accuse me of sending hate to Ryan Kavanaugh? I have only ever dealt fairly and factually with him. This man behind me, Ryan Kavanaugh, who's suing me for copyright infringement, um, I have never sent hate, and I would never. Not this man here, Ryan Kavanaugh kissing Harvey Weinstein on the forehead. Is it him? Is that Ryan? You know which one it is. They don't look that similar. (laughs) No, seriously, is it him? No, it's not. It's the man above. I can't tell. I don't don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's a low blow to defend Ryan Come on. <laughs> yeah, and here's my favorite part. Keemstar brought her 
dumbass on the show for 30 minutes and then wrapped it up and scuttled her away. Listen to this. She goes, that's it? I was like, yeah, that's it. He just used you. Enjoy this. I'm so sorry that we have to cut this short, but Richard we're has done. to Richard yeah. has to go. But okay. before yeah, we go, <laughs> can I How do you schedule a podcast, especially one that's this big and important and you don't allot more than 30 minutes? I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, that was a lie, right? Because they they had Gabby Hanna come in just a few hours later. We're getting to that. Yeah. Mm. So, just to prove to you how willing Trisha is to be used by Keemstar, uh, he kicks her out, and you guys won't believe what happens next. Please comment on these shoes. Are those custom? Yeah. They're amazing. My what? Gerard way. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, it's my chemical romance. They look so fucking cool. Hey. By the way, and I, 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 I didn't want to say, I'm comfortable saying this now. Gerard way, get a restraining order. Now. Don't wait. Don't wait for something to happen. Because that girl is unhealthily obsessed with you. Get a restraining order, Gerard way, now. Don't wait. And may I say Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler, you may want a restraining order as well. That may, that woman is walking around in your clothes. <laughs> that is abnormal behavior. <laughs> Love those. All right, that was fast, damn. It was Love quick. It. That was fast, damn. Maybe we'll have you back on. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, Probably maybe. Not. Yeah, real soon. Probably not. <laughs> they don't want to fucking have anything to do with her. They couldn't get her out of there quick enough. Yeah, 30 minutes. You ever heard of a 30-minute podcast? <laughs> Are you kidding me so here's the best part okay Keemstar fucking hates trisha yeah of course like how could she not see that girl yeah, she, you walked into such a trap I, she's I'm so willing to be used by him uh the best part okay keemstar ends the show early so that he can bring of all people in the same studio on the same day gabby hannah <laughs> here's a picture as proof Here's now here they are wearing the same clothing. Banks is in the same clothing. Kimstar is now wearing George, his trademark George, because I think he took a swim. He took a dip. Which in we'll the get pool. into that too. <laughs> we'll get into the swim. Here they are. Yeah, Kim, uh, Banks is in the same outfit, and Kimstar just got George on. Legends, legend. Yeah. So. Um, Trisha got absolutely played uh, here. Now, again, she's a free speech advocate all of a sudden, and she believes in, uh, talking to anyone about anything. Right. So here is here. They, they're kind of teasing her a little bit. They're kind of making a fool out of her. Listen to this. Well, explicitly. Yeah. Dude, imagine if Gabby was here. I imagine. Swear I you were do no, that. but listen, listen. <laughs> imagine if Gabby was here and we posted a picture: Faze, Banks, Keemstar, oh. Trisha, Gabby. I'd bolt. I'd bolt. The internet would. She'd bolt. She's there. Gabby's there, or at least she's on her way there. So Keemstar is going to be in like. Well, can you imagine if Gabby was here? He's testing Trisha the water says, a little Trisha bit. Says, I'd bolt. Hmm. Interesting. Good break. <laughs> No, we wouldn't do that to She's you. She's the only person I wouldn't do that And to I you. thought he might do that. I was like, wait, that's weird. He's being like too nice. And so I was like, this is like, it felt off. She goes, well, I wouldn't do that to you. Well, you Blanks. did. You would and you did. Well, not put them in a picture together. No, but like they played her. Yeah. Gabby's literally outside with a freaking knife. <laughs> Trisha opened the door to the exit and Gabby's there like. Um, so she got played big time.
Also, a bonus cringe from Keemstar. He posts a picture of him with Cersei's overlooking when she blew up the the cathedral. Keemstar thinks he's Cersei. He says, same energy. So. You know, you want to see evidence that Keemstar hasn't changed since he was 16? He still says, pi uh, he still can't say picture correctly. Here. Listen to this. Ethan. He can't say, What? Is this really the right yeah. path for you? You've you've oh, done you've done. I will. I can say, dude, I can say if Gabby was here. I imagine swear I thought you were do no, that. but listen, <laughs> listen. Imagine bit. if Gabby was here and we posted a picture. Face picture, picture, picture of beer. I mean, that's like okay. Romeo Julia. All right, fine, fair enough. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, you just admitted you were wrong. That was big of you, oh, Julia. Give me your punk robe, Dan. I'm putting that on. <laughs> I'm the saint. Now. I can't get it off. I'm stuck. Oh, really? It's, I don't know how, I, mad respect to real monks who dress like this all the time. I don't know how, how you do it. Only for their, only for how they get the robe on. Everything else they do, who cares? That's Ethan saying that, not me. I'm reading between. Okay, so I, the next day I tweeted about, I says, listen, Gabby Hanna messaged me immediately after Frenemies broke up trying to get on the podcast. I knew it would be an interesting show with lots of views to be had, but I didn't even respond to her, and I still haven't. Some things you just don't do, and I would never do that to Trisha. Hmm. And so Trisha responds to this revelation of saying, listen, I'm a, free, I'm a free speech advocate. All I care about is conversation, the marketplace of ideas. Um, I wouldn't care if you talked to Gabby, but of course, Trisha can't keep track of her own lies because when she found out that I, Gabby wanted to come on the show and I ignored her, this is what she had to say. Here, enjoy this. He did show me something. I'm not going to like tell him what it, say what it was. I don't want to like put this on blast, but he did show me something that, and he, he's like, I would never do that to you. Like, he showed me something that could have happened that didn't. He showed me something that, like, would have, like, devastated me, like, really, like, hurt me. Really? And he's like, I would never do that to you. Like, and just, that meant a lot. Like, I almost texted him just now. Oh, we just left, so I didn't want to be like, <laughs> that person I just texted. But anyways, it just meant a lot that, like, he didn't. Wow. He did so show she, me something so, I'm not going to. So she understands the concept that she would have been devastated if I had Gabby on and that I would never do that to her. She understands that here for some reason. But now when she goes on Keemstar's podcast and circle jerks about what a piece of shit I am, it's the, hey, it's just the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> Here's a great one. There's this t uh, TikTok account, Contradictions of Trisha, which is like this, whoever's operating this on another level, watch this. They made a great summary of the situation. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Have her on. We are in family. Have so her on. He did show me something. I'm not going to, like, tell what it was. I don't want to, like, put this on blast. But he did show me something. He's like, I would never do that to you. Like, he showed me something that could have happened that didn't. I, do you know what I'm talking about? When he showed me that thing, he's like, oh, maybe you don't know. But he showed me something that, like, would have, like, devastated me. Like, really, like, hurt me. And he's like, I would never do that to you. Like, that meant a lot. Like, I almost texted him just now. Anyways, it just meant a lot that, like, he didn't. Wait. It could have been just, like, an attack. How many followers is this account have? Like, oh, my God. Like, They're actually, well. <laughs> Because holy shit, have her on. No, th this this bro. Whoa, this account is banger after banger. <laughs> I'm actually I have one for later for um 
some of these have like uh, this one has two point five million views because it it's actually just that good. I mean, like here, here I'll just click. This Disney trip was actually planned for my sister's birthday. I'll just click it random was me, one. my mom, and Moses, <laughs> and that was it. Ethan, incidentally, invited himself to our family surprise. First of all, happy birthday. Thank to you. Had to do it. Thank you for inviting me and you. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me, inviting me and you. On a trip from Disneyland, a trip that my mom, sister, and Moses had planned for my birthday, we did invite Ethan and Hila to come willingly and graciously because I oh, enjoyed gracious. spending time with them and graciously and wanting to. We paid for him. Ethan and Hila did not pay for their VIP ticket to Disneyland. I begged Moses to let us pay. I begged them. It's like, who cares? You bought me a ticket. Big fucking deal. I was like, what? That's so bizarre to me. Oh, you bought me a ticket. Okay, you can just shit my fucking open mouth then. He didn't even take the time or effort to watch my sister's video. We did invite Ethan and Hila then. Yeah, I mean, they're all gold. They're the best one I'm saving for last. That I want to show you guys. <sighs> but it anyway. takes that 5%. And also she goes, oh, just talk to Gabby. Uh, let's not forget that the entire reason that Trisha literally dropped her best friend, Shane Dawson, of many years is because Jeffree Star went on his husband's podcast. And she ended the whole friendship with her best friend of many years just because of that. And I'm meant to believe that she wouldn't care if Gabby Hanna came on my podcast. Of course she would. She would have a total breakdown. And I, would do, I wouldn't do that to her now or then. Here, listen to this. This is a screenshot. Oh, no, it's a video. Okay. There's no audio? All righty. It's Reddit. It's probably muted in oh, the corner. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Okay. God, on this podcast like a week ago, I was like, this is an evil person. And what they said to me is like, yeah, we have to slowly distance ourselves and all this stuff like that. And they're like promoting him still. Like, and, and like Shane, my best friend, should at least maybe not associate with him publicly. Like, if you need to get that check from your palate, fine. But to this is a person that like was like literally like I was like suicidal over and he knew about this and he's like promoting him and like defending him and being and like publicly having him on the podcast for views for your <laughs> Shitty podcast to have 300,000 views. You couldn't. I told him the podcast thing was a big issue for me a lot. Take the fucking dumb podcast down. It has three, it had 200,000 views at the time. That was so triggering to me. And I kept saying that. And he just kept brushing by. Like when you know he's an awful person, he's vile. You like, told me. He's told you that he thinks he's vile. Yeah. And then he, then see him on the podcast. And I, the least he could have done is like, you know what? Let's just delete that podcast. It's still up. It's like. So she clearly understands how hurtful this is. She's experienced it herself. She's ended her the friendship with her best friend of many years because of the same thing she did to me. So she clearly knows how hurtful it is. So like this whole shtick of her being like, oh, I'm just talking to Keemstar. It's none of Ethan's business. It's so pathetic. <gasps> she goes, Ethan just playing the victim because I literally just said it made me sad. So, Okay. You know, I feel like I've proven my point that she know. first of all, the point is like she knows what she was doing is hurtful. She says Jeffree Star is evil. What does that make Keemstar? She went on his part. You know what I mean? So the, the, the point is she knows what she did. She knows everything and uh, she's refusing to take accountability for it. And I'm just over it. Dude, I'm over it. I'm just totally over it. But here's something I saw <laughs> that actually really disturbed me. Uh, from this one TikTok account. She's been going on and on 
about how Jason and David bought her this dog and never told her, didn't consult with her, just gave her a puppy and be like, here you go, bye. And she was talking about how terrible it was that they did that, how she wasn't ready, and uh, it was like insane. She said, they just bought me this puppy for a vlog and then left it there. And she's like, it's so insane. And I actually, I believed that. She talked about it a lot on the show, didn't she? I mean, I remember that all the time. And I was always like, man, that's, that's so crazy that they bought you this dog and did that in that way. And I saw this TikTok and it blew my fucking mind. Okay, just watch this. And then we'll unpack it. My dog was because of David and Jason. They just surprised me with it for a vlog and made me keep it, even though I never asked for a dog. And yes, we did talk about this. But everyone was like, oh my God, you can't just surprise someone with a puppy. I have been wanting a puppy for a really long time. We had talked about it for a while, that I wanted a Pomeranian, that my mom would help me take care of it. Just to be clear, we did talk about this, and the plan was to maybe give the dog to Trisha's mom, who really wants a Pomeranian, so. Yeah, I've always said I wanted a Pomeranian, but my mom would have to help me take care of it. So we're a team effort with this. I wanted a Pomeranian for a long time. Both me and my mom have wanted a puppy for for so long. I live alone. My mom is alone. It was the color you wanted too, right? Yeah, he's adorable. This color is just perfect. Everyone who meets him falls in love with him. They just surprised me with it for our vlog and made me keep it. We're going to try and get some houses because we honestly want more. We just love this little guy so, so much. We just love him so much and hopefully that will show in here. We want two more. We want a little black one and possibly a white one. I never asked for a dog. Oh my god, let's go get a dog. Wanna go what? You wanna go buy a dog today? I never asked for a dog. Can we get a dog? Oh my god. My dog was because of David and Jason. They just surprised me with it for our vlog Dude, and made me. It's so disturbing to me how she's openly lying. She she really convinced me of this dog lie. And and she really successfully assassinated their character. Now, the thing that Jason and David get criticized for is out there in the public, like the Seth kissing prank and the allegations that were written up uh, about David. But in terms of whatever personal anecdotes Trisha's sharing about them, especially about Jason and David and stuff, I mean, this this specifically has me questioning everything. And I and I can't help but wonder if I've just been a useful idiot to her this whole time. Uh, and the essay allegation about Dom, like all that stuff that was made publicly separate of her is like, you know, 100% believable. But like this dog thing, like I just feel like I've been the useful idiot to her the whole time to smear these people that she hates because this is a flat out horrific lie to make about someone. And so like... And, you know, if she's willing to blatantly lie about something so mundane, it really makes me question everything she's ever said. <laughs> I mean. Mundane. What did I say? Mandane. Mandane? Sure. Did I say mundane? <laughs> you said mandane. Mundane. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Okay, and then there's what was that sound. Fun? Yeah, what was that? And then there's, that's you, Ethan. Yeah, I mean, I know. It was I could recognize, but so and then there's the other point that Trisha keeps bringing up, bringing up, bringing up that I want to address here now, so I could just be done with this shit. Is she keeps talking about the final episode of Frenemies, which, uh, which you know, the lost episode, the that clears her of everything. Uh, if only you guys saw this episode, you would understand. So the story with this final episode was that. <clears throat> It was, 
it, it, um, I was feeling bad about how everything had gone down. I was feeling bad about the rift that it had caused in the family and everything. And, 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 and I wanted to make amends. And in my heart, I thought what would be great is if we could just come together for one final episode for it to be wholesome, for it to be just a beautiful experience where we just reflect on the nice experience we have and part ways amicably. And as soon as we sat down, uh, basically almost immediately, it just went sideways. It just went off the rails. It just turned into more accusations and it was just got really icky. And I was like immediately regretting it because it was just, it, it was just uh, not at all what I wanted or expected. And honestly, it got to a point where I just really wanted it to end. I was very uncomfortable. I was regretting my decision to have them over. And um, I just got kind of complacent. I didn't want to argue anymore. And uh, th that was basically it. I was like, this, this, is, this, is, this is bad. This is not good. And uh, it's, it's really not worth uh, going up. It's just going to look, it's just going to make everything worse. This whole claim that like I had never apologized to her, she keeps saying like he apologized. He, I proved that he that uh, that I never said I wanted to fire the crew. Um, you know, I admitted in my first video about Trisha leaving Frenemies that I I messed up in showing the crew the text once again in the this first is where maybe video. I fucked up. Okay, is that I was talking to the crew like Trisha wants to. I I was like, listen, Trisha wants to. <laughs> Hire a new crew. I was just being transparent with them. I was like, Trisha wants to hire a new crew. Obviously, that wasn't something I was going to commit to, but I was just like, I don't know what to do about this because this seems like it's not going to go anywhere. The, when, the, when the crew found out she wanted to fire them all. So they, I, I, I shouldn't have sent the screenshot to them. I, I, I agree. I lean on the crew for a lot of things. So like I usually tell them everything. So her big gotcha moment is that... Uh, she said she wanted to hire more people to work on Frenemies. She had been bitching about the crew, saying they did a horrible job, that the bus tour we did was horrible, that they're super unprofessional. And I sent that screenshot to the crew, which I should not have done. That was not cool of me to do, I admit. And everyone kind of, uh, I think there was a misinterpretation that we're like, oh, she wants to fire everyone. And then uh, a lot of the crew was uncomfortable being like, well, if she wants to fire us, then, you know, it's just weird that we're going to go there and pretend like there's nothing wrong. Okay. So then when I told Trisha, <laughs> it's so stupid. I hate it. I'm just, she, then Trisha goes, well, um, if the crew's uncomfortable, then I fucking quit and I hate them and I want to fire everybody. I'm not comfortable with all of them. So she did, she wanted to fire everybody. But it was after the, the misunderstanding of her saying she wanted to hire more people. Am I getting that right? Yes. That was essentially what was discussed on the podcast. And that's, that's what I, uh, I think the big gotcha that, um, they, that she thinks exists in that episode is. 
But I, I don't know why it's a big gotcha because she wanted explicitly in the messages, she posted our whole conversation to Twitter. She's talking about how she wants to hire new people and replace the crew. So, I mean, again, I always have said that she didn't explicitly say she wanted to fire everyone. She basically just set everything up into and around that. So, I don't know. I'm over it regardless. Um... You know, and I'll be honest, there was another thing aspect to the whole last episode is that like they secretly recorded us, which was like kind of devastating to me that they came into the house, secretly recorded our conversations before and after the podcast and during and have basically been threat. I mean, I'm going to say threatening, but like. The thing is, I'm not, I don't care if they release it. So it's not like a threat. I think they think, I don't know why they think it's such a big deal. It's just a messy episode. But I guess in their mind, they think they've been threatening us with like, well, we recorded it. Here it is. Uh, we're going to release it. Uh, you know, I'm listening to it back. It's like, I just found that like such a violation to come into our house and secretly record us. I was like, wow. I was really blown away by that, actually. Yeah, I remember back in Say Who, someone said that they possibly recorded it when you came in the studio, and, we're, and you said, no, they wouldn't do that to me. That's, there's, you. I, I, I didn't even consider it. Yeah, because. I, I was like, no way they would come into my house and record and secretly record like that. That's, that's crazy. For anyone, but their and I was like, family. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. There's no way they would do that. And sure enough, you know, as soon as uh, Trisha gets the first chance, she starts she starts being like, uh, I was listening back to it because I recorded it. And she tries to make it sound like, well, we were all recording it. It's like not. Nah, they were secretly recording us. It, 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 it's. I was like, wow. Because. <laughs> yeah. So I, I honestly don't care if she wants to release it. Uh, I'm not going to. I, I don't think it's a good idea. What I told her about it, here, listen. You know I'm not going to I told her, listen, this isn't going to help anybody. This didn't go. This went sideways. Let's just, you know, whatever. I don't know. And also, if I'm not mistaken, one of your final deciding factors was the fact that the audience, like they had that Reddit up, like it was like, four, what was it, like 43,000? upvote saying that please don't release the episode just let this let this dude it was it wasn't it good for anything it, yeah. it was just it wasn't good for anything my my real hope was that we would have this wholesome beautiful experience we could mend the wounds reunite the family and immediately went sideways and i was just and immediately i just kind of was very regretful and just wanting it to end so i was like you know what whatever whatever this i'm sorry that i mean the same thing i apologize for here so i don't know I don't know. Oh, and then so, okay, so that's the thing with the secret friend of me is I'm just fucking putting everything out there. I'm over it. And then so honor, a few honorable mentions is um, Trisha blaming me for calling Tana out for photoshopping herself. Watch this shit. 
But Trisha was very quick to defend themselves by saying, I never did that. Ethan did that, not me, claiming that they never called out Tana for editing photos or anything like that. That that was all Ethan calling Tana out, saying that she looks like a different person on her Instagram. There's so many times where people think that we like hate each other or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, no, dude, Trish yeah. is just brutally honest. And if someone's doing some lack, she's gonna call them out. And there are yeah. times that Trish has called me out like face tuning, creating a false beauty standard. Not, I did not oh, call no. you out for that. Oh, did you I not? defended you. Oh, Ethan oh. did. No, I would have never. No, she would no. never. I saw she did something. People were calling out for photoshopping over the weekend. And you know what? Can I just say? I mean, she really does overdo it because I did see the side by side from this weekend. It's unrecognizable. Even like her face, she just changed her whole face. Here it is. But like that is like not even her. Like this I was, I was so, episode. I was so shocked. But it's like a different profile, like different everything. It does get a little Trisha a little is the crazy. human embodiment no. of the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song. It basically just plays everywhere she goes on loop. But I never. No, no, but I'm. I would never. Oh, and then there's this weird rumor going around Teach. I saw there, there's someone who reported this, someone who made a TikTok, and then everybody reported it that I liked uh, a TikTok of Moses showing the wounds from when Trisha punched him. And I never liked that, but here it is. I just want to make that clear that I never liked that. To have well, for to whatever be like, oh, you have to be loyal to Ethan. When he's liking those posts, like someone, they screenshot it. He's liking those posts. That's really, and then throwing it back in my face. All the stuff that I try to work through because last year, drug-induced, unmedicated, just a mess. How about don't make cool. excuses anymore for your shitty behavior? How about that? Why just stop? Fucking, you've been making excuses for years. Time to grow up. Peace and love. But anyway, no, I did not like the picture of Moses's bruise on his arm where you punched him. Uh, what she, she, Rosie Lee calls it their altercation. My rock bottom, 2020, was my rock bottom on so many levels, up until the December episode where I did call a co-host on that channel names like you know and it was that was my lowest as I, I was like wow i'm so embarrassed and yes that i the, the fact that he gave me forgiveness of course i appreciate it. the fact that he showed me patience and love of course and that's why all this hurts and stings so much because i did appreciate it but it took him a whole 48 hours to do a whole hit wait hold on let me go back to where she said that that i've addressed discussion too and I, I won't whatever watch it it's just the shortest podcast ever it's like 30 minutes you yep. know about people bringing stuff up from the past to like weaponize it against you. I think it's gross because I think at the end of the day, everyone who does it has really nasty shit in their closet too. I've had, I've done some, some nasty shit, drug induced or not. Like it's not an excuse. It's out there. I've done some nasty shit. There's nasty shit about everybody. I'm commenting on the here and now. Keemstar, there's a here and now when people are like, you don't want to talk about it in front of me because that was stuff that was happening years ago. And I was like, you know what? I felt uncomfortable because I have stuff in my closet, in my Twitter that, that I've addressed, um, up until like a year and a half ago, the Moses altercation, like that's something that will. <laughs> the altercation. It's awesome. Way to whitewash that one. Is the darkest skeleton in my, it's not even in my closet, it's out in the open. I address it, I talk about it even on the podcast. I will, I, I, it's like. Whatever, that's between them though. You know, I mean, well, what, whatever. The point is, she blames me for like putting that story out, which I didn't. People were already talking about it. She blames me for liking it on TikTok, which I don't. Like, I literally never bring it up. They made peace together with it, and I respect that, and I always have. They're the ones that keep bringing it up and trying to make it my fucking problem. It's like, look, you guys just fucking deal with your own shit. Don't care anymore. So over them. 
maybe they're mixing you up with Keem because Keem's the one that always sends that every time he's in a, a fight with Trish on Twitter. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah, all the time. That makes sense. He usually just sends me a picture of a horse to make fun of my beautiful wife. Yeah, sends me a witch. The irony, of course, is that our wives are objectively beautiful women. Hell yeah, brother. And I wonder if, uh, I wonder what his girlfriend thinks about, uh, I wonder, I wonder what caricature he would, uh, compare his girlfriend to. We'll find out in six months. Yeah, we'll, (laughs) right. And there's one other thing I do want to talk about, which is this picture. This is the final, my final message. Keemstar in the pool with his girlfriend. He posted this photo with a fucking shirt and hat. This guy's such an OG dating this 20-year-old girl, and he's too insecure at 40 years old still to get in a pool without his shirt on. (laughs) A jersey. How are you not embarrassed to go in a pool with your shirt on with your girl? That's so humiliating. And a hat, too. A hat in the pool. So frustrating! This is like such an L, bro. (laughs) This picture is amazing. This is the biggest L of all freaking time. This was in the middle of his W's rant on Twitter. Right. And then his own audience tore him a new one. So he got roasted pretty, got on pretty hard by his the own biggest boys. L ever, dude. You swim with a shirt on, bro, with your girl. <laughs> Big L on my part. What did she tell you? She's not comfortable with she did she did she also put a bag over your head when you guys I'm not gonna say the rest mm, of that. Yeah. <laughs> no. And this speaks for itself. <laughs> Wait, what did the tweet say? It's, it's below it. I'm literally on vacation and still winning the internet. Stay mad. Mm. Yeah. I think you need to part. go in a pool without a shirt on to stay winning. And then after, if you could scroll down a little bit more, that was his response. Stop after. roasting me for wearing clothes in the pool. My beach body is not ready yet. <laughs> Kim, don't be so hard on yourself, man. Yo, it's late August, dude. The beach body ain't happening this year. Maybe <laughs> next year. I think he's a skinny legend. I actually think he looks great. Like He's lost I'm, a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, kudos, kudos to him for yeah, that. I mean, he, he, looks, he looks great. I just think it's hilarious that he's such a f- a jersey too. It's like, bro, I can't. <laughs> My girl thinks I'm so cool. Oh Jesus! Poor Keem, he's so insecure. Actually, he's like, he's deep down just such a. Uh, he's just a child that wants to be loved and accepted so badly, and you know, in a way, I. I pity him, but uh, you can't excuse the horrible things he does and says and is as a person. But at the end of the day, you know, if you look at serial killers, if you analyze them, it all goes back to childhood trauma and stuff. So it's like you can feel bad for the person. You can pity them as a person. But ultimately, serial killers belong in jail and because they're a danger to society. I'm not saying, obviously, that Keemstar is a serial killer, but I do think he's a danger to society. And, I mean, that's made clear by him going in a pool with a jersey and a hat on. That ain't normal. That's abnormal behavior. At 40? Any age. Mm, I mean, I get it. If you're if you're younger, you're insecure. I used to have a giant mole on my back that mm. was removed, but I, I was very insecure about it, so I would go in with a shirt on. Sometimes. But a shirt, but a jersey? I mean, unless the you're jerseys, like... Yeah, in like hard. a Nelly video from like 2000. For you shouldn't be in the pool. But the hat, too. It's like, are you also wearing sneakers, bro? <laughs> it's like, it just looks like he's fully clothed. Like, bro, are you wearing jorts and sneakers? It really took me a minute to, like, register what was going on in that picture, too. Because, uh, you know, at first it just it looks like they're together. But then you notice you know his the waterline. His girl like, was minute. like, are you sure you want to post this? Scroll down. 
Oh. <laughs> what are you looking at? Just, it's just right out of view where he's soaked in water oh, from the, the waist down. And, and sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly cropped. Anyway, it's been great. It's, it's been absolutely lovely. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, listen, I am 100% over Trisha. I am tired of her shit. I am tired of her lying. I'm just, I don't want to talk about her anymore. I unfollow her on all social media. I'm done. I'm over it. This is the ultimate betrayal. I can tolerate this shit no longer. I'm out. I'm done. That's it. Bye. Real quick note about um, you specu- speculating about serial killers and childhood drama and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know one of the three uh, clearest signs of a serial killer in the making is fire setting as a child? Go on. I don't know if people know this, but when Keemstar was a teenager, he was arrested for arson. <laughs> That's that's like some intel. Like, where did you get that one? Dan? It was a deep cut, man. <laughs> go on, Dan. You're going for it. Okay, go on. Do you want me to send you the article from sure. like 2002 or Why 2003? We're here. We're here. Let's just go for it, Dan. Here, it's in my. Uh... So, are we? Are you suggesting that Kimsar is a serial killer? I'm not suggesting that, but I am suggesting that in 2006 he was charged. <laughs> For setting a fire. Where where'd you send it to me? Here. Of all places, it's it's only posted like a few places on the internet. Send it to me. I'm pulling it up right now. Give yeah. me yeah, just yeah, chill out, chill out. Love bot. Kim is not there happy about this one. Yeah. Alright. So turns out Kimstar was charged. Oh, the Pyrocynical subreddit. Yes, okay. exactly. Five years ago. Wow. I did find this article, though, this? but this was, yeah, yeah. There was actually multiple articles written about it at the time. So how do we know this is about Keemstar? Well, so it's somebody named Daniel M. Keen. Mm-hmm. He was 24 in 2006, matches up with Keem's age. It was in Arcade, New York, which is just outside of Buffalo, New York. Okay. And, um, I mean, let's be real. It's fucking Keem. He- okay, so let's see. Police arrest Daniel M. Keem, 24, and his homie Dustin charging them with arson in the fifth degree and criminal trespassing in the third degree. Charges them after Wellsville police reported seeing smoke coming from the bathrooms within the Lagoon recreation area. Upon further investigations, it was discovered that the two subjects were lighting fireworks within the bathroom and caused some damage to the bathroom. After a short foot pursuit, he ran (laughs) from the police. The The two were caught and brought to the station where they were processed (laughs) and held pending their arraignment in the morning. Keem is fast as fuck, but he wasn't fast enough that day. Not fast as fuck enough, boy. Interesting. Fire, I mean, fireworks in the bathroom doesn't seem that bad, to be honest. I mean, doesn't that seem like something, like, you get caught for doing as, like, a 12 or 13-year-old? This dude was 24. 24, that's a little hard. Well, he said, you know, I don't like to change. It's true. Yeah, as a 24-year-old, and then you're running from the police. I mean, that's pretty amazing. I love that there was a short foot chase. Like, he didn't make it far. Yep. All right. Thanks for that, Dan. You're welcome. Appreciate that. <laughs> Detective Dan. Yeah, Dan had to uh, bring out... Dan the Hater is back. <laughs> all right, guys. I've said it all. That's all I've got to say. You know, uh, listen, like I said, I'm out. I'm done. Peace and love. I just don't fucking care anymore. All right. We're back also. 
uh, schedule after dark tomorrow and families this weekend. That's it. Peace and love.